The VPM Daily Newscast is sponsored by Kanawa Capital Management. Your financial life is unique, complex, and dynamic. Kanawa Capital Management's team of credentialed professionals has been helping its clients build wealth and confidence through personalized planning and informed investing since 1989. Learn more at cancap.com. That's K-A-N-C-A-P.com. You're listening to the VPM Daily Newscast, a recap of today's top stories in Central Virginia. From the VPM Newsroom in Richmond, I'm Benjamin Dolly. Governor Ralph Northam has sent 2,000 Virginia National Guard members to the nation's capital ahead of the presidential inauguration. Whitney Evans reports. Northam said Virginia is prepared for potential violence in Richmond after the FBI warned of threats in all 50 state capitals. And he said during a press conference he regrets having to send so many members of the Guard to Washington, D.C. following last week's insurrection. That should bother everybody. It should bother everybody when you walk out this building and see boards across the windows of our state capitol. At the same press conference, Mayor LeVar Stoney underscored Richmond's readiness for the annual pro-gun rally planned for Monday. We've been planning for weeks for the upcoming lobby day. We did this long before the disturbing events that occurred at the U.S. Capitol last week. Stoney added road closures are already in place and residents should plan to avoid downtown. Whitney Evans, VPM News. Over half of Virginians are now eligible to receive the COVID-19 vaccine. That's according to new guidelines which allow people who are 65 and older to be vaccinated and those who are under 64 and have comorbidity conditions. As of Sunday, an average of 12,000 doses are being administered each day. To achieve herd immunity, that number will have to increase to 50,000. During a press conference yesterday, Governor Ralph Northam said this effort is a way for Virginians to pull together. Getting everyone vaccinated is the largest deployment of volunteers that we have ever seen, and we need you to help. The Virginia Medical Reserve Corps is training volunteers to help at mass vaccination centers that are being set up throughout the state. The Virginia Department of Education released new guidance on reopening schools yesterday. The recommendations include a step-by-step guide that will help schools know how and when to safely reopen. Dr. James Lane is Virginia's Superintendent of Public Instruction. If you follow the mitigation strategies that we outline in the guidance, if there's low impact to the, to the actual school community, even in the context of moderate transmission in the broader community, we know that we can open schools safely. In a letter to superintendents and local health directors, VDOE cited data that suggests school reopenings do not contribute significantly to community transmission when those rates are already low and schools have infection prevention measures in place. Lane says the guidance does not make vaccinations a precursor to opening, although it is a huge part of the strategy. A parent-led petition is circulating on social media asking Chesterfield County to reverse its newly adopted school reopening plan. Those plans would return elementary school students to in-person learning next month and lengthen the virtual school day. The petition also says teachers should be fully vaccinated against the coronavirus before allowing the majority of students back into buildings. Parents organizing the petition say over 2,000 people have signed it since launching Wednesday. Teachers are now eligible for the shots under state guidelines. However, at this week's school board meeting, the district had no timeline for vaccinations. Lawmakers in Virginia's House of Delegates are meeting remotely during this year's session, but as Ben Pavier reports, they're still collecting $211 each day in daily payment. Virginia's Senate passed a rule on Wednesday that lawmakers have to be in Richmond to get the daily payment. 
GOP Senate Minority Leader Tommy Norman addressed the issue. It's unlike the House where they're sitting by their pool under the umbrella or in their living room at home collecting per diem. A spokesman for Democratic Speaker of the House, Eileen Fillercorn, says there's a difference between per diems, which are not taxed, and the tax payments delegates are getting. In past years, lawmakers from both parties who live in the Richmond area have collected tax daily payments. The rate is set by the federal government and tied to Richmond meal and hotel prices. It's in addition to lawmakers' salary and office stipend, which totals nearly $33,000 for delegate. Ben Pavier, VPM News. Virginia Democrats say they'll back a bill to abolish the death penalty this year. They've also filed bills to restore voting rights for felons and expunge some criminal records. Meanwhile, the deadly coronavirus continues to course through Virginia prisons and jails. Lawmakers plan to introduce legislation that would speed up the release process. Jenny Glass is with the ACLU of Virginia. She spoke during a press conference this week. We don't need just a handful of people released from prison. We need a lot of people released. Mass incarceration is killing people. The Virginia Department of Corrections reports that 48 incarcerated people and two staff members have died in state-run correctional facilities as a result of the virus. As of Thursday, there have been more than 7,500 positive cases. Chesterfield Board Supervisor Leslie Haley announced her intentions to become Virginia's next attorney general. The Midlothian Republican was replaced this year as board chair after a two-year stint. She was first elected to the board in 2016. According to her county biography, she graduated from West Virginia University's law school. In yesterday's announcement, Haley said she wants to provide steady, conservative leadership. Haley joins a growing field of candidates for the Commonwealth's top prosecutor. This is VPM News. This newscast was recorded on... Thursday, January 14th at 6 p.m. Some of these stories may have changed from the time you've heard them. You can stay connected to what matters by heading to vpm.org news or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at MyVPM. VPM. There are so many issues playing out in RVA. I mean, pretty much anyone will tell you. There's definitely a lot of poverty. Finding affordable housing. Traffic, public transportation. Climate change and heat islands. Trying to find childcare in Richmond area. I'm Rich Marr, host of a new VPM podcast called RVA's Got Issues. Listen to the podcast starting May 22nd. Do you have issues with RVA? Haven't found out yet. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> 